everyone. This is Shamari out. Today is Monday, and today is October 26th. It's pretty early in the morning. It's about 7:48. I am in my truck, and I am heading. I'm currently in Mississippi, heading to Georgia. But as I'm driving, I'm always thinking. Constantly at each other, 
and that's that's unfortunately is by designed by our oppressors. They cause us to be divided, and that was purposely done, you know, with the slave, with the light skin versus the dark skin. You know, you can read the Willie Lynch letter, uh, and that'll give you that'll show you how things work. But also, you know, the, the slave, the house slave, and the field slave. The house Negro and the field Negro. Uh, the, the, the house Negro had conditions were better, a little better than it was for the field Negro. Where versus the, the field Negro was always out in the cotton fields from sun up to sun down. Versus the, uh, the house Negroes were pretty much relaxed inside of the house. They're not saying that that field Negro had it better because a slave was a slave. An oppressor is oppressor. You know, that's like the uh, president candidates, uh, Trump, 20, this is what, 2020, and uh, Biden, 2020. And black people are saying, well, you gotta vote for the lesson. You know, they both are horrible people. Trump is a racist. He's speeches when he was doing them from uh, the first four years for office were um, he had a, this speech writer was a uh, was a, a Klansman obviously and he was writing speeches for Trump which were from old racist speeches you know and how he's feeding the wealthy real good and, and just giving us the crumbs and versus Biden and then he has all of these here he's and also Trump is in is in um, um, encouraging these Klansmen and all these uh, militia groups to step up that's why you have all these protests and all this fighting going on and all this race stuff is going on you know you know like I said the new confederate flag is the uh, blue lives matter flag and the Trump flag but, and also with Biden, Biden, um, what he did to the, what was it, the 1993 crime bill, I think it was, and uh, high incarcerated all of these black people, you know, and it was all done purposely. And then he said he doesn't, years later, he said he's not apologizing for something that he felt was a great plan. And then now, but until he started running for president, now he wants to apologize. Because he know he needs our vote to get him in office. But I'm not voting for neither one. It's, they always say, well, you gotta vote for the lesser evil. I'm not voting for evil, period. That's just me. I'm not voting for evil. That's just like voting for your oppressor. Um, they both beating the hell out of you. They both oppressing you. But you want the nicer one. There's no nicer one. That that that's that's if that's the case with got Stockholm Syndrome. That's signs of Stockholm Syndrome when you do that. You know, they don't like us. And then if you think about it, since the time we've been able to vote, what have we gotten out of the deal? Racism still exists. It still exists. No president has looked out for our best interests. Why do you think in the black community that is always poor? And white communities not. It's just by design. 
And then they tell you that, hey, y'all need to get it together. Y'all being lazy. And it's purpose, purposely, purposely done this way. And yet, you want me to vote for the lesser evil? It's not happening. It's not happening. But I digress. But are we in the wilderness? And as I said, like I said earlier, I was looking into those comments um, and how they was going at each other. And I remember reading the scriptures in Exodus. Um, and I, I wanted to know why, and it wasn't that far. I think they were like a two weeks walk from the promised land. But the most, the most high allowed, didn't allow them to go into the promised land. So I never knew why, so I wanted to know why, so I read it. This was, I read this here uh, earlier this year, I think it was. I went to Exodus, and I was reading about, I think it was in Exodus. Yeah, in Exodus. And um, about um, why were our ancestors in the, in the wilderness so long? And as I'm reading, I'm, you know, I'm really studying into it now. So, it, and everybody that was in, everybody that went to, I mean, that, that, that um, got out of Egypt, everybody that got out of Egypt, and, um, got out of Egypt and went into the wilderness. Um, it was, I'm sorry, I, I'm a little bit distracted. This car up here is slowing down in front of this 18 wheeler. And every time 18 wheeler is trying to pass, the car speeds up. So when the truck, 18 wheeler gets back behind the car, the car slows down. So I gotta, I'm gonna keep my eye on this to make sure And I've noticed, I've noticed that everybody that, that has got out of Egypt, the most high problem, he said, let my people go. He brought everyone out of Egypt. And um, he brought everyone out of Egypt and they went into the wilderness. And when they went into the wilderness, they um, was there 40 years. 40 years, so I want to know why were they there for 40 years? Well, they was there for 40 years because they didn't, they was uh, stubborn and didn't obey the most high. Even though he heard our cry, our ancestors cry in, uh, the, uh, in Egypt because of the way the harsh treatment that there was Pharaoh and the people who were treated our ancestors. And so that's when he asked Moses to do what he did. And um, he got him out of 
how they were, everybody, to make a long story short, everybody died. No one, only two people got to go into the promised land, and that was Caleb, Moses didn't get to go to the promised land. He was only allowed to see the promised land, but he did not get to go into the promised land. The Most High killed everyone, and then all, and, the, and the children. The, the, well, I, I should say the only Caleb and um, Aaron were the only ones able to go into the promised land that was of that age and that generation. But the children got to go because they knew more better, and so. That's why they were the children got to go. Only Aaron and Caleb was the only two that got to go because of that era, because they obeyed the most high. And so, um, but I was looking at how they were acting, the people, and he was, most high was killing them. <laughs> you know, like, because they, even though they got out of the wilderness, I mean, got out of the Egypt, the, the uh, house of bondage, they wasn't grateful. Someone wanted to go back. You know, we had it good there. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And this is what I see when I see that topic. And also, that I guess that post kind of triggered it because that's how our people are acting today. You have this thing called Christianity. Christianity has the growth of 2.5 billion Christians throughout the entire world. And Islam has has um, has 2.2 billion people in the world. But focusing more on on our people, the Hebrew Israelites, these Christians, these black people that are Christians, These black people that are Christian, they don't know any better because they don't read their Bible. And that's one of the devices of Christianity, of Satan, how he works. He teaches you not to, he, he swings it where you don't read the scripture. And you just don't. You don't read the scriptures, and so you don't know, therefore, how to seek the most high. You just go on by the preacher. As a matter of fact, I know someone that I talked to recently. She's a, she's a Catholic, and I asked her, why don't you take your Bible to church? And I didn't know if she did or not, but I just felt that I had to ask the question. I said, why don't you take your Bible to church? And she said, I don't know. She said, I never have. And this lady is 53 years old. And she said, she's never taken her Bible to church. And not only that, she said, nobody, she said, nobody brings their Bible to church. Why? I mean, she was asking me, she was like, why? I mean, I don't understand what you're saying. And I was like, oh, wow, nobody brings their Bible to church? No, what for? And I'm like, jeez. 
you know, and that was astounding to me. I didn't elaborate on it because I didn't want to turn into an argument. Because if you can't convince someone that Satan is involved in all of this, because he has this, 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 oh man, this, um, videos on, on 
Israel or the Jews and how they felt about me, my people. And lo and behold, they hate our damn guts. I mean, there's videos, a lot of videos that's calling us. I look at the way this one lady was going on about how one black man looked at her. I mean, they were protesting in the street. They did not want them there. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And then everything started changing from there, you know. But, the, but back to what I was saying, I, I digress. And so in the wilderness, in the wilderness, I've noticed on that post, in that post, and I, and I, you know what, and I said, you know what, we are in the wilderness. Because even, and we're going to be in the wilderness for a long time. Because even, even though in that room, particular room, were people that were awakened, we all know that the Most High Yah is the, is the, uh, is our Elohim. Yahshua, Yahshua is our Messiah, and it's, it's, even, and then we all know that, but even by us knowing that, we still aren't on the same page, we can't, be, we, we're not on the same page. And that's crazy. We're all reading scripture. We're supposed to be reading scripture. And the scripture says we're supposed to not lean not against our own understanding. But this is crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy to me about how we're still divided. And that's how it was in the wilderness. They were divided. They were some wanting to do their own thing. Some wanted to go back. They were complaining about food. They wanted meat. And when the Most High gave them meat, they were dying. The Most High, they had food in their mouth and they was dying. That's how crazy it was. The Most High was like, oh, you want some meat? Y'all complaining about meat? Oh, this is what y'all want? Okay, I'm gonna give you some meat. They gave them all that meat and a lot of them died with the meat still in their mouth. And it's like, it's, 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 it's amazing how these times are right now. How these, these, these times are right now. And the way this racial injustice get, has went up, shot up, probably about another 80%. And we are still divided. A lot of us are waking up to knowing who we are, we, that we're the biblical Hebrews, Israelites. And then, and even with those that are awakened, we're still divided. I belong to a lot of pages like uh, on YouTube, uh, like the Remnant Coalition. Listen to this. 
Dr. Omar, uh, yeah, I forgot his last name, out of Louisiana. Uh, he has a church in Philadelphia. And it's, uh, he has also a school of Hebrew. And he became a waiter. And he, he still saved Jesus a lot. I've, I've been to Washington, so there's only one season. I think it's probably about uh, 
but are we in the wilderness? And I say, yes, we are. Because even in this climate that we are in at this very moment, we cannot come together and unite because of our religious beliefs. And that is the great divide. And if our black people would drop religion and go back to our culture, because we are the biblical Hebrew Israelites. And we, and not only, it doesn't have to, and it can't stop there because it's evident from what I've seen in that, in that group when the, this person asks, are we in the wilderness? Someone say no, someone say yeah. Then it became an argument and they throw a scripture at each other, you know, and it, it was just bad. And they start name calling each other. seeing that and over this weekend my eyes open to a lot of things and yes we are in the wilderness. I have to say that we are. As long as you're worshiping that false God Jesus, which he is not a God, and and you're going in blind and you're not reading the scriptures, because he says seek me. You know, keep his commandments. No, no, no Christian is keeping the commandments. No Christian is keeping the commandments. And they can't tell you why they're not keeping the commandments. You know, when it's throughout the Bible, it says, you know, keep my commandments. Yeah, I think in the New Testament, uh, in the New Testament, it says, in Matthews, I think, if you love me, you keep my commandments. You know, and it gives you the same commandments. Said that witchcraft is strong. People can break that. We, we, then we can unite. We can become one. And then we all pray out to the Most High to get us out of this captivity. And then that's when we start seeing real change. Well, I hope this has been edified for you guys. I hope I didn't. I wasn't doing a lot of babbling. <laughs> I just thought I had to share that with you guys. My name is Shamari Yahoo. Shalom, just right here. Good morning, beautiful people. Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. I just want to talk briefly. This is going to be something real quick. Uh, While well, I got a little downtime, most of you know that I'm a truck driver. Uh, this is what I do full time. Currently, I'm in in uh, West Memphis, Tennessee, uh, West Memphis, Arkansas, <coughs> which most people know. You know, right across the bridge is Memphis, Tennessee. It's pretty cool how they got it. And I didn't know that was a West Memphis, Arkansas until I started driving trucks. But um, anyway, that was a little trivia there for you. <laughs> um, anyway, I was thinking this morning, I was up, it's um, 7.37, but I've been up since 5.30 this morning. 
<clears throat> and um, one of the things I've noticed um, this year in 2020, I, I actually noticed it. Some of it I noticed the year prior before the pandemic. Um, and one of the things um, I noticed that a lot of black women um, are dating white men now. And they are also, as they're dating white men, um, they're bashing the black men. Um, with that, not all of them, but some of them are. And this year in 2020, what I noticed during the pandemic is that more of, should I say, is um, black women um, are being moved to the forefront of the black man. <clears throat> and the title of this, as you, you've seen, is How to Kill a Black Man. And when I was a Christian, one of my favorite pastors was T.D. Jakes. And he, I have to admit, he is a good motivator. <clears throat> and I love the way he puts things, even though is um, he, he's a good storyteller <clears throat> but one of his one of his um, sermons um, he was speaking on black men and he was so on point I think that to me that was his best sermon ever I haven't listened to him then now that I'm not a Christian anymore um, I've been awakened to the truth and stuff like that but he and I and I stuck with me to this day. Um, he would, and 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 I say this: how to kill a black man. <clears throat> and one of the things, and and if you read in Acts, I can't remember what chapter and verse, but Esau was determined to destroy um, to wipe the Israelites out to wipe so till there's none left but of course the most high wouldn't allow that but that's their goal and that's their goal that's that's been their goal is um, Esau's goal since day one you know is to destroy the black man and so one a lot of things a lot of things along the way that came about <clears throat> and that they're doing that's why when you read in Deuteronomy um, 26 I think and it, it talks about how um, you how we came over here on ships <clears throat> into the land of our enemies not our friends but our enemies you know and I, as a Christian, you know, I was doing things blindly and not knowing any better, you know, and that goes to the other scriptures to, you know, forgive them because they know they don't know any better, 
and my people will be destroyed for the lack of knowledge. You know, <clears throat> and he's talking about the Israelites, not everybody. He's talking about a specific people, and that is the Israelites. Not the Israelis, <laughs> not the Jews, but the Israelites. And one of the things I noticed today in 2020 <clears throat> is that this black girl, this black woman movement is moving. And then this is another way how to destroy the black man. And what I mean by that is, it's like this, this, this women power. This now, yes, it started out with um, white women. They was bringing down these actors in Hollywood and these 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 media moguls, and man, they was hitting them hard. But I believe in sacrifice first. They all sacrifice their own to get to push the agenda. You know, it's almost kind of like I'm willing to to lose a finger to save the body. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense to, to anybody out there. Um, it's like if I don't sacrifice this f finger, which is causing me, it's causing me pain and, and, and issues and having to constantly go to the doctor all the time. And I'm spending money and money and money, and I say I'm going to end up dead. It's going to spread throughout the body, and it's going to kill me, and I'm going to be broke, and I'm going to be deaf to, uh, in the physical as well. And so, in order to save the body, you will cut that finger off. And once you do that, it saves you. Yes, you're going to spend the money on that surgery, but it's going to pay off in the end. Because now you done saved that body by cutting off that finger. You sacrifice your finger for it, and that's what the the um, the um, Esau was willing to do. They're willing to sacrifice their finger. Uh, they're willing to sacrifice their own to to save their race and their people. You know and you notice it stopped now you have women in power women this women that women this women that and and but who do you hear from them mostly and it's the black woman that's saying the woman this and the woman that you know and it's at the detriment of the black man and i remember i matter of fact it was this morning that really put it because it was on my mind for this whole week but this morning when I was watching, I was on Instagram and I happened to see Angela Eves from the Breakfast Club. I I seen her um her um one of her videos on Instagram and um she was interviewing uh what's his name Young DC Fly uh, I, can't, I can't remember the guy's name but him and his crew and she asked him. Hey, what has a woman done for you? You know, when y'all was when y'all didn't have no money, you know, what woman was, you know, and I'm like, damn, really? And that's how they destroy how to kill a black man. <clears throat> and what they're doing, they they're they're dissecting, they're taking, picking prime, and they're separating. 
And unfortunately, our black women are falling for it because they're constantly trying to kill the black man. And if you kill the black man, one of the things that T.D. Jake said, when you, you destroy the black man and you destroy the entire family, you know, and this and in this case, they're using the black woman to destroy the black man. It's kind of like when they say the the animal the the what is that the, the the animal eats his own, you know. Forgive me for my bad metaphors, <laughs> um, but and that's what they're they're turning the the turning us inward, turning it inward on us, you know. And and they use now they got they getting that so-called angry black woman to be upset at the black men, and we're trying. I all of my friends, we're I mean all the guys I've known. I'm 50 years old, and I know. Um, yeah, I got I ran to a few cats that's lazy that don't want nothing, that doesn't want to do anything, but I don't deal with them. You know, I keep it moving. But for the most part, all the guys that I hang with, and, and my truck, trust me, my circle is very small. I keep a um, small, tight circle. And I don't, um, when I move, I know I can rely on them. You know, but um, it's amazing to me how easy influenced that we are to turn against one another. And this is the one of the, this is one of the ways to destroy a black man. You turn his own against him. You keep that divide. You make him feel like he's not worth anything. And then you turn to the enemy, the oppressor. And you stand next to the oppressor and say, yeah, he's not about nothing. You know, we've been taking care of these men for all these years. And it's not about taking care of men or men taking care of, taking care of women. It's one, it's you. We're, we're supposed to move as a unit, as a family, as a village, as a tribe. But, we're, but they are constantly trying to divide us. And then when you get our own sisters that's saying that's up for the challenge like okay you know it's it's heartening it's, it's very sad to see you know I don't and it's just like along with the independent women thing and if you if if you step back and so I don't need no man, the black woman is always, I don't need no man, I can do this by myself, I don't need no man to raise my child. And, and guess what? Guess what, black woman? You're the only ones that's saying that. You don't hear white women saying, I'm an independent woman, I don't need no man. They know they need their spouses in their, in their relationship with their children, so therefore they do it. But the reality of it is not all white men take care of their children. You know, that's just the facade. That's just the, the, the smoke and mirrors that, that they present to you. Because as long as they say it and don't show it, you believe it. 
But see, the media goes out of our way to destroy us also. So if they give you visuals and they say it, and even though they give you visuals, it's very few. And 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 most of the time is there are no visuals. Because again, the all the homies that I I had this conversation with my oldest son probably about well, three months ago, I think. Probably a little longer. And I was like, because I was a single parent, and I he was um, my firstborn, and so I raised him since a uh, baby. And and then eventually my other son moved in. I have five sons, and so eventually all of them at one point moved in with me. Um, not saying that their mothers was, wasn't anything, but they were. But they knew, except for my oldest son, I always had him. But for my other children, they knew that it takes a man to raise um, to raise your to raise a, 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 a boy into a man, and so they understood that. And but all of my homies that I was around the time I was raising my son was they when they started having children. Guess what? They became single parent fathers. They, they they had their children with them, living with them, you know. And I didn't think about that until um, I thought about it last year and for the first time when I was 49, <laughs> 49 years old. And I had that discussion with my son this year, you know, and it's amazing. And I'm like, when you listen to these and then and black people, We'll, 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 we'll sit there and repeat our oppressors' um, propaganda. We need to stop killing each other. We need to be there for our children. We are there for our children. Yes, it's a small few that's not, you know, but we're there for our children. And it's, and it's, it's crazy to me how they can take that the enemy can take the propaganda and we'll take out that same propaganda and and turn it on ourselves. You know, we always loved our black women. Our black women know the struggle that we go through dealing with our oppressor. You know, for instance, we're all hard workers. For instance, I am a truck driver. Before... I was a truck driver. I, I have a, I have two degrees. I have an associate's and I have a bachelor's degree. And yet, I'm still working for someone. And it's hard. But right now, I'm working on two businesses be honest. I'm not going to tell you what they are until they actually get off the ground. And I have my website up, so it'll probably be like another month before I actually start seeing it. Um, see what it's going to look like. Um, I'm halfway there already. Um, but to, to hear this, and I think it's going to get worse, how to kill a black man and there we're we're getting beaten down we're getting now they're turning our black women against us you know 
I remember being on you looking reading on YouTube comments about how the the, the uh, I forgot who it was was having issues in their relationship and I was reading the comments and they were like, get you a white man, some lady, get you a white man, you won't have that problem. <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow. Like, really? And so I politely comment. I had so much to say on that, but I just put it in the comments, you know, the devil is a lie, you know. And and since the, beginning, since the end of slavery, when black men were taking their, their wives and their children out on a picnic, you know, the man and the, the man would be out there with his, with his wife and children having a good time, and they see, and then the Mazungus will see come up on their horses or whatever, and see that this man, that, that his family trusts him and believe in him, you know, and they'll pull up just like they do today as police officers. They would they would go over there and harass that black man, and the purpose of that. The purpose of that harassment is to show that woman, that mother, that aunt, that grandmother, that sister, that your man ain't shit. This man right here ain't shit. And we're going to beat the living crap out of him in front of you or we're going to kill him or we're going to take his rights from him and you won't see him for the next 20 to 30 years. You know, we'll put this on him, we'll do this and we'll do that, we can do anything we want. So don't ever think that your black man is gonna protect you. That's all that is. That is all it is. And after, the, after our oppressor has been beating us down, beating the black man down, a lot of us have prevailed you know, flown under the radar and became very successful, you know, and maneuvered their way, they maneuvered their way well to get, to be able to provide for their family, you know, which is damn good. Which is damn good. But after the, like I said, you know, after the oppressor has done all of his dirt, done all of this here to oppress us, and continue to oppress us and no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. <laughs> and and it's like now they're like, uh, now we want you, now we done prove to the world that y'all ain't shit and never will be shit in the eyes of your own, your own black woman, your own mother, your own auntie, your own sister. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna go to them and present them with an opportunity to be with 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 us, with the Mazungus. And I bet you that pickup line is probably like, I can love you better, I can treat you better. You ain't never gotta worry about struggling with me. Cause I take care of my family. And guess what? Hook, line, and sinker. Now it's this big surge that's going on with our black women leaving our black men when we need them the most. In this trying time, 
And you would think with all this racism going on, all this obviously killing our brothers out there in the street, cold-blooded murder on video and everything, it would be now the time that our black women would be right there holding us up. When our knees getting ready to buckle, she's there to hold us up. And whisper in our ear and say, get your black ass up. The enemy is watching. But instead, they go to the side what appears to be the winning team. You notice I said appear to be. You gotta ask yourself questions when you think, when you see them swirl. They call it swirling. You see the TV commercials, you see it in movies. You're seeing it in movies and TV shows that the white man is dating the black woman. It's winning relationships with the black. They even had a TV show that guy that played, ah, he played in another TV show, and he was dating this Jamaican or this African woman because he had an accent, you know, and it's, it's there. It's in your face there. That's more acceptable than it is for a black man to be with a white woman because in the, if, you, if you read, I encourage everyone to read the scriptures. Because if you read scriptures, if you having a, if a white woman has a child by a black man, and that, because, you know, we're all, we're the biblical Hebrew Israelites. And so if the white woman has, that, has a baby by that black man, then that child is an Israelite. And so they probably, somewhere then they caught on to that. And plus another thing, just research it. Do your research and you'll see that our oppressors, they're, they're dying. They're, they're dying quicker than they're giving birth. A lot of hospitals in the rural areas, the maternity wards are closing down because the most high has shut up their womb. Now it's rare to see pregnant white women. And so what are they doing now? They have to, they have to restore their race, which is not going to happen. Um, and they're sleeping with the black women. And like I said before, I'll say it again about Christianity. Christianity is a form of witchcraft. It's, it's a spell on that to allow you to worship a white man and not keep the commandments. When one of the camp, nobody keeps the commandments. In fact, nobody keeps the, um, Nobody keeps the commandment and nobody reads their Bible. Why is that? Why is that? And it's over 2.5 billion with a B Christians in this world. Followed by Islam, uh, 2.2 billion. It's a witchcraft. It's, it's, it's a spell. Until you start reading the scriptures for yourself, it'll snap you out of it and you'll be like, oh my God, what, what was I thinking? Because it's there in scripture, it tells you everything. And you always hear about why is our history always starts with slavery. Well, you got the history book right there. Some of you probably got four or five of them in your house and don't even know it. It's your Bible. The Bible, the scriptures are your history book. Those people in the Bibles are our ancestors, you know? 
they are they are our ancestors and and we oh like i remember when i first moved to oklahoma tulsa oklahoma and i remember this white guy i was trying to i was applying for this job at this hotel and i remember this white guy blatantly says if you want to hire something from a a black man you put it in a book (laughs) ain't that something Put it in the book. And I never knew what that meant. I.E. 20, um, 25 years later, I'm just not getting it. <laughs> but yeah, here we are. How to kill a black man. You strip him from everything he tries to work hard for. And all you gotta do is just strip him of it. Tell him this and let and then guess what? It causes it turns your world upside down. The strong will fight through it, the weak will fall. Cause they can destroy your life by just saying something. You know, calling the police on you, you know, cause you to lose your job when you're innocent. And guess what? You can't get that job back. You know, now you're struggling to, to, to make ends meet. It's to keep you occupied doing something else. And now they're turning our black women against us. We're the most hated people on the planet of Earth, on this planet. How is that? Read your Bible and it would tell you. You think those Jews over there are the real thing? In Revelation chapter 2, verse 9, those that say that they are Jews are not, but are the synagogues of Satan? Come on. Why is that? The Torah, for those who don't know, the Torah. The Torah is the first five books in the Bible. The first five. And those are your law, statutes, and commandments. Even though they have commandments um, throughout the Bible, but those are the ones, you know, it's in the Torah. And why is it that those preachers that read the book read to you a verse? It's usually out of the old, it's usually out of the New Testament. And then they go on elaborate of stories that they know and that they tell and everything like that and going on and such and such. Why is that? And then they tell you that the Old Testament is done away with. Is you know, is how is that? You think the Most High wastes his time putting that all together, having certain people um, he choose to write the scriptures for his liking, for us to have thousands years later, thousands years later. The reason why they don't want you looking in that Old Testament because. You will have, you will snap out of that spell that you're in. That witchcraft will, you will break that, that spell from that witchcraft. Hands down. All you got to do is read. But that word is powerful. But what I find shocking is that the, you read the Old Testament and the New Testament. 
First of all, they all one book. It was something that's missing in it. There's no old and there's no new. Well, other than the New Testament is, why is it that in the Old Testament, there's no mention of Jews? <laughs> Go look for it yourself. There's no mention of Jews. Just the Israelites. But in the Old, New Testament, you know, there's Jews up and down there. You know, all you got to do is read. Our race is growing. Our race, our, as the Hebrew Israelites, we are growing every day. And now, Hamites are the Africans, but their race is growing. The black race is, is growing. I remember, if you can watch, it's a video with, uh, what's this, uh, the French president or prime minister, whatever you call him. He, <laughs> he was in this country, in France, and he was saying to his people, and you can go look the video up. I can't remember his name. I want to say it was Macron. But he was t speaking to his people, and he was saying that, now I want you to give him, every race is, is um, declining. Their numbers has fallen, and one of the number and one of the races that they can't bounce back from if it dropped to a certain percent, and that's um, the China, uh, China, the Chinese, because remember they had that going on when they can only have one kid and it has to be a boy or whatever. But I was watching a video where they had um, one. I think it was like in this school, it was like maybe. 1,500 students and all they had was one girl there or two, one or two girls that attended. And so now they're saying that you can have girls and blah, 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 however that went down or whatever. But it's too late for their race because they were talking about the percentage that you can't drop below a certain percentage or your race will be wiped out. Guess what? They were below that percentage. So there's no coming back. They're done. But see, now you see, now where do you see China? Now you see China in Africa. They're over there like it's nothing now. They're trying to build stuff over there. There's always an agenda. And guess what they're doing? They're dating the African women there. They're having babies by the African women because they're trying to keep their race. They're trying to savage their race. And who better to do it than getting the black women impregnated? The same thing with the our oppressors. That's why they're with our black women. That's why you're seeing them. The the they 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 don't love you. There they haven't. There is an agenda, just like they had the agenda in Brazil. Brazil was a hundred percent black. The government sent a hundred white men over there. Look it up. Sent a hundred white men over there. And had sex with these these Brazilian women, and now to this day, all you see is the lighter skinned Brazilians, which you all you see on their media. 
in their and on their, the, the ones that they show on television all the time is usually the lighter shade Brazilian because they are a mixed race. And but the fact of the matter is, is that Brazil, Brazil, the Brazilians there, uh, I think it's still. 60% of the Brazilians are all dark-skinned. And only 40% or less is of lighter shade. And so... But you wouldn't know that. And and then and the darker skin are being oppressed by the 40%. And you wouldn't know that because all you see on their, on their, you know, their, their television, even their soap operas. I think they had finally hired a dark-skinned um, actress on there. But for the most part, what you see on TV and all this, they're the lighter version of it. The 40% is doing much better than the 60% dark skin, and that's by design. And so, what do you think? They and 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 they turn their people, their people against them. They went there with an agenda. So the lighter skin looks down on a darker skin and most of their mothers are dark skin or their grandmothers are dark skin but they turn their back on their own all because of the oppression and what you think is going to happen to here in this situation here in America when the oppressor having these babies by these black women and these kids come out lighter and see now, they're not considered Israelites. You know, uh, you know, if you're from the tribe of Shem, I mean, I'm sorry, from um, if you're from Shem, then you're a Hebrew, Hebrew you're a biblical uh, Israelite. Which, if you came by way of slave ships, you're an Israelite uh, from Shem, or the tribe of Yahuda. And so, what do you think is going to happen? They know that, okay, if the father. The, the 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 race is determined by the father. If the father is black and has a child by a white woman, then that child is an Israelite. If that I'm, I'm speaking when I say Israelite, I'm speaking of of us in terms of us those who came off of this our ancestors came off of the slave ship. And so, if that if that white man has a baby by that that black Israelite woman here in America, that child is no longer, well, that lo- the child doesn't have a chance of being Israelite because his father, he represents his father's race. And even if he was a darker skin and looked black, he's still, he's not an Israelite. He, he has to go by what his father is. See, the, the oppressor knows this now. And so that's why they're doing what they're doing. And they notice if they have black fathers then they tend to lean towards that father and it's just something that's mental like that they don't disown their fathers you know what I'm saying but now they don't roll reverse their father is if if their father is white it's going to be a different outcome because now they're no longer in Israel they they would not be an Israelite they're going by they're going to be an uh, Edomite Instead of an Israelite, and it's 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 crazy, and 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 I say all of this not to 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 sound racist. I know it might sound racist, but I'm just giving truth. And a lot of people 
don't touch on this. Some do. The ones I know, they do. They touch on it. But it's just reality. And if we stop running from reality, then everything that's happening to us is going to continue to happen to us. And what you think is not going to happen, it's going to happen because we're too afraid to speak up about it to what we see, what's going on. And while we're too scared to say anything about it, guess what? Our oppressor is is putting a hammer down on us, you know, because they know that well, they ain't going to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because if they say something, then we'll say this here. We'll call them a racist, you know. But it, at some point, you know, you had 400 years to get this right. And it's, matter of fact, I, I can't say it's gotten worse because I don't know how... I don't know exactly how our ancestors were dealing with stuff, and I know there was a lot of lynchings and and all of this going on and and, and um, bombing our, our our ancestors and stuff. But it's still the same thing that's going on today. Only thing is now we got cameras and we're just being videoed, and they still killing us. And if you ever notice, they're killing us. The, the oppressors killing us. And they go on vacation. They, they, they get a vacation with pay. And a lot of them don't go to jail. Well, if they go, it's just for optics. And then they get out. You know? Murder is murder. But you giving cops... You giving cops the, uh, free reigns to kill... Israelites and I'm going to stop using that word black I need to work on that because we're Israelites the word black has no substance and that's how they look at so called black men and women we have no substance even though we're the salt of this earth but they tell you that we're not and you believe it and you believe it just like they say, oh, we need to stop killing each other. Yeah, but here's a fact. White folks, if, if we're killing a black-on-black crime, then who's killing white folks? What are they, going off in the hills and dying of natural causes? No. They're killing each other as well. But they're not putting that on the news. They're not pushing that propaganda. Actually, they wouldn't be even be pushing propaganda. They pushed propaganda on us. You ever heard of proximity death? It's who you around, who's in your proximity. Of course that's gonna be black on black crime. Of course it is, because that's who you around. White people kill each other more often than blacks kill each other. Check this out. Like I say, do your research. White people kill them, kill each other at a rate of 87% or 80, 80, between 87 and 89% but you don't hear that they had to pre present themselves as superiors black people killing, killing each other at a rate of around 62 to 67% facts look it up yourself But we fall if the if the oppressor says it says it enough times, we believe it. 
That's just like a, a, a man battering his wife. And you keep telling her thing after you beat up, you keep telling her this and this and convince and she and you keep trying to convince her of one thing and then it end up being she she ends up believing what you're saying. Maybe she she starts feeling well, maybe I ain't shit. Maybe I did do it wrong. He had a bad day at work today, you know. And 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 so on and so on. But I need to get away from using that word black because black has no substance. Black is dead. You know. And we are the biblical Hebrew Israelites. Don't believe me? <laughs> Read the scriptures. It'll tell you who you are. And stop trying to fall under the wisdom of a man of man. And you got scriptures right there. They tell you who you are. I know I said I wasn't going to make this video long, <laughs> but I'm like 42 minutes in, but my apologies. But it's just that how to kill a black man is, is rele it's relevant today, as it was for our ancestors, before our ancestors got over here. And if anybody's, you know, sticking their Africa, we're not Africans. I mean, that, that's a whole new, new another um, video, another story. But if you want to know, just ask me, I guess, comment on it, and um, then I, you know, the topic that you want me to talk about, and I'll speak on it, you know, from a biblical perspective, um, because that's who we are, that's our culture, and um, we don't, we, we, oh man, it's, it's just so much into that. But how to kill a black man, that's how you kill a black man, you, you, you tell him he ain't shit. And you keep every every time he tries to 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 get ahead, you knock him down, and you use propaganda against him. You put him in situations that you hope that'll destroy him. And it has happened to me. I've been in situations where I fought and fought and fought and fought, and you keep fighting and fighting and fighting, and and then you just sometimes you just lose um, the urge to fight. And that happened to me before a couple times. And I'm trying to get back. To, to um, get back on top, but anyway, um, how to kill a black man? Well, how to kill an Israelite male? And you you turn you you destroy him. Because if you kill if you kill the, the Israelite male, then you kill his family. And they don't know it. And by these in the scripture it talks about we're not to be with another race. Unless it's from the one of the uh, twelve tribes. And the Edomite is not a tribe. He's not a part of the twelve tribes. And it appears for a minute I thought I was losing a little faith. I said, Yeah, we we're losing. I don't see us 
coming back from this. Because now I'm convinced that we're in the wilderness. And man, and they keep talking about we need to unite, we need to unite, we need to unite. That is a hard thing because we're so messed up. We're divided on almost everything. We're even divided on who we are. And as long as you got that, we'll never get ahead. It's like everybody's racing. Everybody needs to get, just just visual, visualize this. It just came to me. Everybody's trying to get, it's, it's say, say you in, in a room and there's, a, there's one door and that to get out of that door on the other side is freedom from finances everything you name it it's, to, it's all a means to survival and living but everybody in the room in this room knows this but how the problem lies in how to get to that door when the answer is simple but then you have some say well I think we should run to the door and others like no let's just walk no we should run nah I think we should walk then someone else says you know what both of y'all wrong I think we should skip you know no I don't think we should skip no I don't think we should run I don't think we should walk and another one comes up and says you know I think the best way to get there is to uh, do cartwheels all the way there. You know, and now, 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 who wants to do cartwheels? I think we should walk on our hands instead of our feet. What do you mean we should walk on our hands instead of our feet? The best thing to do is to tiptoe. Walk on our big toes. No, no, man, I'm not finna walk on my big toes. I got gout. Half of us got gout. I ain't got no gout. I ain't saying, oh, we got half gout. Well, you know, to solve that, how about we crisscross applesauce and scoop our way to the door? Man, I ain't finna do that, man. I'm finna get my pants dirty and, you know, and just, just... Oh man, how about we just roll? We lay down on the floor and we just roll. Man, I'm not finna roll on no floor, man. Come on, man. You know, but you, but you, <laughs> but you guys, you guys see what I'm coming from with it. And all you have to do is just shut up. Oh, and give you another analogy. <laughs> Um, now someone says, "Now nah, we ain't gotta do all of that. How about 
if we just stand here and wait on Jesus. We just close our eyes. We do nothing. We just stand. Matter of fact, we don't even look at the door. We don't even think in the think about the door. Just turn and face the wall and let Jesus do it. Jesus will do it, do it won't he? Mm-hmm. Jesus will do it. And you just wait. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Don't look up. Don't even look at the door. And see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's just so much. We're so divided. We're so divided. And all we have to do is just shut up and go to the door. No matter how you get there, as long as you get there, everyone has one goal, and that's to get to that door. Whether you walk, run, skip, hop, walk on your tiptoes, roll, crisscross, crisscross applesauce, just get to the damn door. And if someone gets there, if he walks, whoever gets there first, whoever walks to the door, open the door. If that, he leaves that damn door open, And if he sees someone crisscross applesauce sliding on the floor, grab his happy ass and yank his ass through the damn door. And for that guy, you grab the guy that's doing cartwheels and pull him through. It doesn't matter. Just as long as you get everyone through the damn door. And even for that damn clown that's standing there facing the wall with his eyes closed and praying to Satan, Caesar Bourget, a.k.a. Jesus Christ. Grab his ass too and pull him on in, on through that door. That's all. That's it. And you will watch Rome fall. And also, I'm going to leave you with this here. There's a TV show on Netflix called barbarians now you gotta be awakened to watch this it's about Rome and the barbarians they call these people the barbarians and it was like a lot of tribes in there that they was oppressing and they kept them against each other and you just watch it and you watch it and you'll see a lot what's going on in America today that's like a medieval movie you know back in Romans days I love those kind of movies but watch it and you'll be like, wow. And then, and then, and then only the awakened will, will, will pick up on it. But hopefully you will become awakened once you start reading scripture. You know. Um, but I'm going to leave it at that. I'm like 52 minutes in, almost an hour. But I hope this has been edifying for you guys. My name is Shamari Yahoo. And I'm out.